This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Gen Z Money. This week, we're just going to have a quick one before we jump into some really cool interviews over the next few weeks. And today, I wanted to talk about how to build your emergency fund fast. Now, if you don't already know what an emergency fund is, essentially, it's money that you keep aside in a savings account in case of emergency. So think something like a big car bill, medical expenses, home repairs, or even losing income for a period of time. It's not money that's there to be spent on frivolous things. It's acting as your safety net. It also acts as a bit of a barrier to avoid you from falling into credit card debt or personal loans if something goes wrong. So how much should you have saved in your emergency fund? This number is completely different for everyone, but for myself, I like to aim for three months of expenses. So what I did when I first moved out of home was I calculated how much my bills were, including things like grocery and general living expenses, and what that costs over three months. And that's how much I aim to have saved and in that account available at all times. I know that the ASIC Money Smart website has a really great budget calculator, which will figure this all out for you. So you may want to hop on there and calculate what your monthly bills are. So once you know what your goal amount to have in your emergency fund is, it's time to start saving for it. Now, there are a few really basic things that everyone should do, um, and I'll just go through those first before I jump into the five tips. So first of all, it's a really great idea to name the account emergency fund so that you're clear on what that money is there for. If it's just listed in there as savings, your brain's going to be more tempted to take money out of there for fun things if needed. When I'm saving for a goal, I also like to map that out in a spreadsheet. So you can download a savings spreadsheet, probably from Excel or just from Google, to know exactly how much you need to save each week to get to your goal within a certain amount of time. I know some people also enjoy doing automatic transfers so that the money comes out of your pay each time you get paid so that you don't have to think about it and you don't forget a week. But on top of those essential things, I thought I would go into five ways to build up your emergency fund much faster. So with any savings goal, the quickest way to get ahead is to reduce your expenses and increase your income. So you want to start out by making some cuts in your budget. That can be negotiating cheaper insurance premiums, shopping around for the cheapest groceries, cancelling those subscription services that you really don't need, and things like that. The more you reduce your expenses, the more of that money can go into your savings. Secondly, taking up extra jobs online. So you can do things like online surveys. I know that that's really popular now. You can sign up to Fiverr if you have a skill that you feel like people might benefit from. If you're half good at editing videos, you could do that for people. If you're half good at Canva, you could make logos for people or social media posts for small business. Or you can do what I do in one of my side hustles, which is actually making podcast notes. So essentially, there is a podcast that has hired me to transcribe their interviews because it's an interview podcast. um, And then I just put them into notes in a structured fashion and do a bit of questions and answers for the listeners at the end. And I charge about $30 an hour for that. So if you're really into podcasts, you may even want to reach out to a podcaster that doesn't have show notes and offer to write those for them, which is great if it's something that you're already listening to. So getting creative with ways to make money online is a really great way to build up that emergency fund quickly. Number three, get a second job. Be creative. You could do things like cleaning, dog walking, house sitting, taking up a part-time job at a coffee shop, being a virtual assistant. I know virtual assistants are very high in demand these days. And if you can get into that area, you really have a lot of flexibility around when you work and how many hours you do. So that could be a great idea as well. 
Number four, depending on what time of the year it is, your tax refund is a great way to boost up that emergency fund. It's important to be smart with that money if you do get a refund and adding that to your emergency buffer that it's going to help you if things go wrong is a great idea. And number five, sell things around the house. If you have clothes you don't use or furniture that's just been sitting around and taking up space, get onto Marketplace and get onto Gumtree and start selling that stuff. There is a huge demand for secondhand clothes, furniture and goods these days. It's becoming a lot more accepted to buy secondhand. And I know for myself personally, you walk through my apartment, everything you see is from Marketplace or Gumtree. So those are some ways to build up your emergency fund fast. I hope you got some good ideas from that. If you have any ideas yourself, I'd absolutely love to hear from you. Give us a message or comment on one of our posts on Gen Z Money. So that's genz.money on Instagram. And you can also shoot me through a message at azaria.money as well. And I'll be sure to share that. I'm super, super excited to get the next few episodes out for you guys. We've got some really great interviews coming up. If you have any requests for content that you want to see, send us a message so that we can add that to our hit list. Thank you guys so much and I'll talk to you soon. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits and pay respect to their elders past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289.